Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And this is the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. And today, in continuation to this infinite-seeming rabbit hole that we keep falling down... There's more. There's more. So, no need for a recap. Every episode has a freaking recap. Just go listen to the beginning of a different episode and then come back. We'll probably recap it somewhere in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be discussion trying to refine our ideas as we move forward with the information that I have uncovered. But, let us begin in Switzerland. What's there? Switzerland has a statue. A statue of some sort of creature eating children. It's not a person? It's a creature? It's some sort of a creature. Mm. Eating children. Is there a story to it? Like, is it from a child story or something? Well, people who stare at it and don't do any research on it just believe it's Krumpus. Oh. Eating kids. Okay. Also, what is Krumpus if Krumpus eats children? That kind of falls in line with a lot of things, but story for a different day. Yes. Right. So... I, I thought that it's interesting that there's a statue of a creature eating children that, you know, probably something we should be looking at considering yes. of everything we talk about and but how all the dots connect. Krumpus. It's not Krumpus. It's definitely okay. not Krumpus. Okay. Otherwise, I would start there. Okay. But it's not. It's a creature eating children, which yes. then tells us we should look at it because it probably connects to the bigger picture. Yeah. What does it look like? It looks like some sort of a demon. So, this statue of some sort of a thing. Reminds me of those things in the Christmas time that you put the nuts in. A nutcracker? A nutcracker. It's definitely not a nutcracker. Okay. But the colors are very Christmassy. Yeah. Which made people think related to Santa, Krampus, Krampus has Christmas colors. So, this uh, demon statue is called Kindle Fresser Brunnen. The Kindle Fresser Brunnen. <laughs> it is Swiss German. Uh-huh. A Swiss German word. It it doesn't mean anything. It oh, just means child just eater fountain. Oh. <laughs> Very strange. Okay. Yeah. So as you look at the Kindle Fresser Brunnen, <laughs> You notice a couple of interesting details. One is that reddish, very Santa Claus robe it has. Funny looking hat. It's eating a child. It has an interesting hat. It's eating one child, and it has a bag. Of more children. With more children. Which fits the whole like Christmassy theme that it has a bag. A bag, yes. Yeah. Yes. Not only that, we had a uh, saint with children in barrels. That's Santa Claus. Mm, exactly. So there's 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 consistency here. Okay. So it's easy to see why people would think Krampus. It's Krampus. Yeah, I see. It's absolutely easy to see that. It's like Santa Claus eating children. So details about it. It's eating one child, and it has a bag on its side. 
to its left with other children in the bag. Yep. Interesting detail about this is, as you pointed out, the hat. What type of hat is that? That hat is a nightmare to track down, but it's a very specific hat. Really? So the only thing giving us any clues about what this is, is that hat. Wow. Everything else here is telling us what somebody wearing that hat would do. But the hat is telling us who. Who? Fascinating. So I had to go down quite the complicated rabbit hole in order to find what hat looks exactly like that. I really want to know. I'm curious. And there are many, 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 many hats throughout the world. We're going to find out it's like the Pope's hat or something. Many religious hats throughout the world. And that specific hat is called a Juden hut. (laughs) Okay. The Juden hut that this demon is wearing is the traditional Jewish cap. Oh. Mm. That's so horrible. Okay. Details surrounding this statue. It's racist? It was founded, it was funded by an unknown contributor. They don't know who paid for this statue. Mm -hmm. It was there to replace the original old fountain that was there. It was just a withered, regular, basic fountain, and they replaced it with this. They don't know who paid to have it, and they don't know who provided the blueprints for the statue. And people were just like, okay, this is an interesting statue, let's keep it. It was free. <laughs> like, hmm. The statue is representing something very, very, very specific, which like the hat, is a freaking nightmare to track down. Mm-hmm. But, as a researcher, I tracked it down. What we're witnessing being performed is called the blood label. Okay. The blood label is ritual murder. And who's doing these rituals? It's the Jews. The Jews. That's why it's a Jewish hat. Okay. It's a Jewish demon eating children. Okay. So it's a blood ritual performed by the Jewish community. What does the ritual entail? Well... The blood ritual is done to extract blood from young children to use in as the prime ingredient in a matzah. What is that? This is gonna blow your freaking mind. A matzah is a flatbread. <laughs> it's a flatbread, oh. which is eaten during Passover. Wait. Let's think about this real quick. There's a another Jew famous for trying to get you to eat some bread and claiming that it is something. His flesh? Mm. Oh my gosh. He was feeding people children? Mm. Blood. Oh man, we knew he was into blood, but whoa. Whoa, Jesus. Interesting. Whoa. What was he doing? What was he doing? He was making cults. Like and he was already a person what? with magical abilities due to his nature of being created essentially as a as a science experiment. So he has these special abilities and his culture already has this thing about blood. He needs them 
to drink his blood. Not his blood. He needs his followers to drink blood to get be connected to him. His blood is very different than the blood from this, but in general, oh. they will all have abilities relative. Because it's yes. all adrenochrome, whether yes. it be nectar, ambrosia, or ichor, ah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, he didn't even have to use his own blood, though. He could. He was probably using children's blood. Okay. His blood was for his disciples. Okay. But he had blood for others. Mm, I see. That's why his disciples... These days, who has abilities? Nobody has abilities. But in those days, anybody related to him in any manner, shape, or form mm-hmm. had abilities. Yeah. That tells us a lot. People getting his blood had special, special abilities. Not just immortality, not just youth, not just moving over to the shadow realm. We're talking performing what we have grown to label miracles. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, random other people just get the immortal life and the youth and the this and the that. The mm-hmm. normal stuff. What? The vampiric nature of it. Mm-hmm. There you go. They become vampires. No crazy extra abilities. Just vampires. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That is so crazy. And what? And now, got that from this hat? Yeah. Yeah. Details about this ritual that became very interesting very quickly. In order to extract the blood from these children, a decapitation is performed, Mm. and they are placed on an anti-cross, the way you would place a chicken on a string hanging after you cut its head so it would bleed out. Oh, okay. It was a crucifixion every time. Horrifying. Hmm. Okay. And they specifically said that the suffering enhances the flavor and purity of the matzo. What? Very adrenochrome. Yes. But were, did, did, is there an explanation of why they were eating these matzos? Like, did they have Yes, we would get there. Oh, okay. That is the point of this. Uh-huh. So the matzah. The eating of the matzah began upon the Jewish exodus from Egypt. Uh-huh. With the logic behind it being that it symbolizes freedom from the constraints of the rule of Egyptians and, very specifically, their unholy technologies against, and I quote, the voice of God. Technology against the the Egyptians' technology. (laughs) Yes. These unpure advancements that the voice of our God has told us is bad. Mm. Whoa. We know they're listening to something, mm-hmm. and I think we know who. It has to be Jehovah of Dark, because yes. that's the guy beforehand. That's the guy that has an issue with a lot of this, because Jehovah of Light is the one making these technologies. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Egyptian technology. Okay. Whoa. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay. In ancient, this is real specific. Everything I just got is from a combination of biblical texts and personal accounts. Now, everything I'm about to explain right now has been 
expunged from current day texts, but can be found in certain texts, the parts that are not just uh, first-hand accounts, and the parts that are first-hand accounts are not in biblical text. These are by people. By people around that time? Yes. Okay. So, matzos were consumed. The blood of those who consumed it was poured over an inanimate mud and clay golem giant, 15 to 20 feet in size. So let me repeat this. Yes, that makes no sense. What, the blood that? of the people <laughs> who consumed the matzos mm-hmm. was then poured over a mud and clay sculpture of a golem giant that was about 15 to 20 feet in size. The people eating these things. The people who eat the matzo, those people would then pour their blood onto a clay sculpture Okay. of a golem. Very A strange. giant golem, about All 15 right. to 20 feet in size. Why? Yeah. The first of which was named Joseph of Prague. The person or the golem? The golem. These things became alive or something? Well, let us discuss the activity before we move forward. Okay. The people who consume the matzo pour their blood over the golem. Mm-hmm. And this golem is just a thing made, made out of, of mud. clay and mud. Okay. The people who consume the matzo. We've only heard about this another time. Do you know what we're talking about? No. It's Iker. Oh, okay. They consumed a food of adrenochrome. Mm-hmm. And then their body distilled now it. Now has new. Okay. And now yeah. they use the Iker and give that to the sculpture. Okay. Fascinating. That is it. Mm. Iker, as we know, has the capacity to straight out kill a mortal. Mm-hmm. It's potent, potent. But not to these... Well, I don't even know what's happening. Well, <laughs> let us move forward. The blood would then bring life to the sculpture. Very important quote. This is kind of insane. Very important quote. This part is in texts that are no longer in current day scripture. Yes. But they're but like talking... Listen, that, what I'm about to tell you is in scripture that is no longer in current day scripture. Mm-hmm. The blood would then bring to life the sculpture, and I quote, dragging souls into it from a realm unknown. Oh. Probably the Shadow Realm? That's what I'm thinking. That's how they're coming through here. Instead of using, like, gates or whatever. I mean, I guess this is before Jesus was making gates. This is before Jesus was making gates. They're using golems. Okay. This is crazy. This is crazy that they called whatever Egypt was doing advanced evil technology. But well, they this... were being told it's evil technology. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're calling this normal technology. I don't understand. And then they're br- they're figuring how to do these things from the voice of God. Mm-hmm. That they can only hear because they've consumed adrenochrome. What are they using these gums for? Did they explain it? Like... We're going to get there. Okay. As it stands, it looks like they're pulling somehow, using Iker, they're somehow dragging things 
from the Shadow Realm. That's absolute madness. It is. So as opposed to creatures from the Shadow Realm coming willingly, depending on fear on this end, or people consuming adrenochrome things and moving over when they die to the Shadow Realm, we have an actual account for the first time of forcefully bringing something from the Shadow Realm over. That's pretty crazy. Almost like a summoning of a demon of sorts. Oh, yeah. Which then makes me wonder if all the other accounts of summoning demons when we have these pentagrams on the ground and we do these little rituals and we pour some blood on the thing isn't essentially doing exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's a way of dragging things from the Shadow Realm forcefully. It seems like Earth Realm and the Shadow Realm are so entangled in a sort of way. That is very strange. How we, we do summon things. Our people do try to summon things from over there. I wonder if it, you get more control over the thing by giving it a body. I don't get it. Interesting, right? Yeah. Because this is where we don't have people summoning anything as far as we know. We haven't no. seen them summon anything. We've seen them go through to the other side, usually after death. Or we've got Mount Koff that allows them to cross over. We have the Jesus gates that allows them to come through from the other side. Mm-hmm. We have Soma, which allows them to cross over after death, yeah. presumably just like Adrenochrome. There are ways. There are methods. Unicorn blood allows you to, again, accomplish the same thing. The fruits allows you to, the fruit of flesh allows you to do the same exact thing. But it seems after you die, you cross over. Now we have people in Earth Realm just somehow bringing these things. Bringing the things back. Why was this more hidden than anything else we found? Because it sounds crazy. Yeah. This, why was crazy. this harder to find? Why are they suppressing the fact that we could bring... I guess it would be a horrible problem if we started bringing shit from over there over. Yes. It's less problematic if we just That's die and go That's their job, that though. They bring things into people, and then they get rid of those things to scare people. At least the church does that. They do bring demons into people's bodies. Yes. And then they cast the demon out. That's so. an exorcism. But yes. the question is, are they bringing the demons into these bodies? For sure. We know that they're making things, which follows what the sea people do. We know Catholicism is basically a sect of the sea people controlling the Christian ideology that's spun out of control. But without counting the things that are happening that they're making... Because it's just in their nature to make things and work with science and the occult or whatever. Yeah. Outside of that, is a possession from a little girl in some random abandoned village their fault? Or is that just some shit that went down and we're watching Shadow Realm creatures get trapped inside physical things? Hmm. And then, because the sea people are very aware, they have these priests, and they're like, okay, use what we know and go get rid of it. It could be. I hmm. think those are two different things. I think monsters and creatures are them making shit that gets out of control, and I think these possessions are Shadow Realm creatures okay. getting trapped inside physical beings. Hmm. I think, based on this, we have made a distinction. Mm-hmm. Yes, I see. Because they do go out of their way to get rid of the things that they let escape. I don't think they're making them in order to increase faith. I think 
there's just too much going on and shit just gets out of control once in a while. Yeah. And then they go solve the problem. And yeah, they have the power to do they so. They have the power to okay. do it. They're not scared. But then a demon gets trapped, quote, demon, unquote, gets trapped inside of a body. What is that? That's a fucking djinn trapped inside a mortal body. Mm-hmm. And so go it get rid happens. of it. Yeah. It just happens casually. Mm-hmm. Somebody particularly scared, something horrible happens. Mm-hmm. Usually something horrible happens leading yeah. to this. But those are, yeah, very random. Not like this golem thing where you're actually summoning it. Well, that's the other side of this. People make rituals they do diabolical well quote diabolical things unquote and then they get possessed because they bring a demon from the other side where's the other side it's probably the shadow realm yes and then you bring this thing and boom trapped it inside you mm-hmm. now you're fucked thinking it was going to help you no i just wanted to be over here mm-hmm. huh interesting interesting yes what interesting the whole golem thing is weird, though. Mm-hmm. You're just having... But, like, okay, so they pour it on the golem, and then the golem, they want it to come alive, or it actually comes alive? Like So, this ritual is performed every seven years to erect a new golem. And, interesting, usually we come across the Egyptians and the Mayan, in this case, the Greek and the Egyptian, both in different texts um say that they've had their children taken and sacrificed by the jewish communities for these purposes for these golems for these golems what interesting why these are two communities that don't agree okay the egyptians side with the sea people the creek don't they're under their thumb yeah they're just trading with them pretty yeah, much they're like we have the obligation to deal with you guys but we don't yeah. like you guys but then they all agree on this one thing the jews are stealing our children and making golems with their fucking blood that's what they say oh my mm-hmm. gosh i found it in both what so using old jewish testimonies and accounts a rabbi named judah known as the maharal is the guy who made Joseph the Golem, the first of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was it for? The Golem had the ability to make himself invisible, interesting enough. I don't know what use this is, just mm-hmm. some details. The ability, this is the most freaking important part about this <laughs> Golem's abilities. It had the ability to bring spirits from the dead or a realm unknown. A realm unknown. Okay. What? The golem can bring creatures from elsewhere. Now, would you like to know what these are like? Yes. Because there's three very different statements. Wait, but are those the whole powers? That's it? Invisibility and... It's just really big, really strong, the usual things you'd expect from a golem, and then these special abilities of it can go invisible, and it could bring... Spirits from the dead or a realm unknown. Okay. Now, I say dead or realm unknown. The things we find consistently say one or the other. Mm-hmm. Not both. It doesn't say both the dead and a realm unknown. Okay. Sometimes it's like sometimes it's, a... it's the dead. Sometimes it's a realm unknown. Okay. Now, the spirits. I was like, huh? Huh? Was this some revisiting of some old shit here? The spirits of wild beasts. So it differentiates wild beasts from wolves 
and monsters. Wild beasts, wolves, and monsters. Two kinds of wolves we're familiar with that come from the Shadow Realm. Yes. When Wait, Dingos they summon them? Yeah. Okay. These are the, the spirits that the golem brings. While the golem is doing its thing, it's surrounded by these twisted, contorted spirits from the oh, other place. Okay. The Shadow Realm. Yes. Interesting. That is interesting. But do they have control of these things? I don't know if they or have control of them. I just know them. they could bring them. Chances are there's some something about this golem radiates enough fear to manifest these things that rely entirely on fear to come through. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't. It's like it doesn't need fear mm-hmm. to summon these things that we formerly thought could only come through with fear. Yeah. They're their own type of portal. Yes, they exactly. The golem itself is an interesting kind of portal of sorts mm-hmm. that brings or allows things from the shadow realm through. And some of the scariest things. Some okay. of the scariest, most fucked shit. A Wendigo? A Wetchudge? I don't a even werewolf? care what the fuck the... Well, werewolf is from this side. It's from Earth. Oh, realm. okay. That's just a wolf that <laughs> Adrenochrome. That's already only over here. Yeah. But when Dingo and a Wetchudge, that's a fucking nightmare happening. I don't even care what they mean by monsters or what they mean by beasts. You don't get more fucked than a Wendigo and a Wetchudge. Mm-hmm. The spirit of wolves. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's a problem. So you got this giant golem, 15 to 20 feet. It could just phase away in front of you. But here's my here's my theory about this. What? It could just go invisible? That doesn't check out. That doesn't make sense. What, that a mud thing moves around and can turn invisible? Well, no. Let's be clear about what I'm talking about. Things are phasing in from the Shadow Realm. So it's phasing out into the Shadow Realm? Into the Shadow Realm. I think they have the way to and from. Yes, that makes sense. That's how it's bringing them there. That's how it's bringing them. Okay. Yeah. They have a way to and from. We have not found this before. We found ways over there, and Jesus mm-hmm. has the portals from over there. Interesting. Fear usually brings you through. It reminds me of... Okay, it's a video game. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a video game where you go into space, and weird stuff happens. But anyway, in this video game, Outer World, you go on a rock, and it disappears. And wherever it disappears to, you disappear to. Like, is this mud creature like that rock? Why would it be like that rock? I don't understand. Like, it has whatever... That that thing is based on real science, that rock. Yeah, uh, um, you're talking about... Um, enta- not entanglement. Um, superposition. Yes. Is it possible Golem is like that? Or does it have to be in this reality no matter what? Well, the, yeah, superposition is a physical world type of thing. Okay. The Shadow Realm is not. Okay. Never mind. It did remind, I don't know, it just reminded me of that rock. Yeah, but regardless, okay. yes. it seems to be phasing out. Invisible is how yes. they would describe it, because they don't know what's happening. But it's probably just... It's probably just popping over there. Popping over there, like everything else that goes from there to here, it seems like... Except it could go from over here over there. Now, let me explain how interesting it is that this was harder to find than most of what I've found. When the point of Jesus being created at all was for what? 
To go in and out? To go in and out. And the Jews found a way to go in and out, at least of the shadow realm. Yes. Jesus needs portals to come back. Yeah. But they're not actually using these things to go in and out. No, they have a thing that could... Well, the point of Jesus was a thing that itself could go in and out. Okay. And the Jews have that at least yes. to and from the shadow realm. And okay. Jesus to some degree. Mm-hmm. There's more than one group accomplishing things here. Very strange. But there's like... It's not like they purposely... Or they have any clue that that's no. what's going on. We were talking last week about how do we find out the progress that's being made in the Shadow Realm relative to getting either over here or making it to Elfame. Mm -hmm. I think this is insight to that. I think Jehovah of Light and Jehovah of Dark are roughly making the same amount of progress. Yes. Okay. They yes. both have a method. That's more or less the same when you think of it. That allows them to go through. But they're not using these ways to go through. They have things that go through. Yeah. They're still experimenting. They I haven't guess, yes, figured yes. it out, which okay. is the goal. If they already had it figured out, they wouldn't be experimenting to figure it out. It okay. wouldn't make any sense. Obviously, they're running the experiments, and mm -hmm. they sometimes have things that could do it. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ and the Golem Joseph have the same more or less abilities and it seems like joseph is more successful what because he can just phase back in and out yeah jesus can't just phase over there hmm. interesting he had to die before he could do that mm -hmm. joseph could just do that but joseph is made with dead people yes he's made with and he's probably not a conscious being he's more like a zombie probably well, actually, it does express that he's sort of a thinking creature. What? Yes, 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 yes. A couple of stories that I didn't list here to discuss were one that he even falls in love. There are definitely ideas to this being a sentient thinking oh, creature. What? It's conscious behavior, yes. But that being said, Jesus dies, comes back. But he eventually discovers a couple of things. I think he, through the course of science... Mm -hmm. himself figured out that maybe he can come back and forward and that's why he can pop up here pop up there it's not just teleportation locally he might later in his life after quote the death unquote have achieved what joseph does okay which is going in and out yes going in and out whoa it took some working and he had luckily the gates built ahead of time knowing what would happen he comes through and then worked longer until he figured it out mm -hmm. and then he can come in and out Come in now, effortless. Is, do you know what happens to Joseph? Does he die? Well, we'll get there. So, we have his abilities, and we have the interesting detail that Joseph is probably a creature that can travel through two dimensions. That's insane. I thought he was just a thing going back and forth, but he's not a, just a thing. Yeah, he's a creature, a thinking he's an creature. Actual, what? That changes everything. That's insane. Well, that makes the next part a little dark. So Joseph would be deactivated every single weekend. The rabbi, not being able to supervise it because he would be attending Sabbath, mm -hmm. didn't want Joseph to be acting outside of his supervision. So he came up with an incantation that was performed to restrain the physical being 
of Joseph. It's speculated that the incantation was performed on a blanket, which would cover the golem, completely rendering him inanimate again. But the spirit that was captured inside would stay. Okay. Weird. What? I will rephrase that incantation is essentially Joseph was given a blanket that's enchanted. It's magic. A magic blanket. A magic blanket. The rabbi figured out how to use magic and used magic to enable, to disable, to disable a spirit from the Shadow Realm. Did they mention, like, he was giving it, he got that from whatever their god is, or? There's no explanation as to how the rabbi figured these things out. Okay. There's no explanation. But the assumption is the obvious one, yes. He's probably being told. Because he's told, the these people are told that the technology of the Egyptians is unholy. Mm-hmm. So crazy. But this thing made out of blood and mud. It's totally, you know, it's the righteous path yeah. or whatever the fuck. Whoa. So, yeah. Which sounds more or less like the brainwashing that Jesus went through. Mm-hmm. Or right, maybe Jesus wasn't brainwashed. He's like, my people fucked me over, fucked them. Who knows what the story there is. Yeah. But, yeah. So, the golem would be disabled every weekend. And the spirit would be contained. Now. The golem would be disabled in the attic of the synagogue. Mm -hmm. That's where it was always disabled. And only the successor of the rabbi was allowed in the attic as a result. Now, let us go to where this gets weirdly interesting. Like it's not already. Yeah, I was like, what? What's okay? In 1883... Long, long, long later. Let me give you some time frames, by the way. Jesus happened year one Mm -hmm. to year 33-ish. Right? Okay, great, sweet. This rabbi is happening in the 15... In in 19... In the 1500s. Okay. That's still way recent That's by comparison. Yeah, yeah. Way recent by comparison. I thought this story this was before Jesus' time. Well, weirdly enough, the information that led to them making the matzo out of the children came from the time of Jesus. And okay. apparently was learned and taught by Moses. Oh. And it disappeared into time presumably because the Knights Templar went on a crazy rampage to erase it from history. And then some scholars, some Jewish scholars, uncovered it, and then they connected with God that continued to direct them. Oh. So they consumed it after they did the thing, and they started to hear the voice of God, Mm -hmm. and then he continued to guide them. Okay. But in the time of Moses, he was also told that the technology of the Egyptians were unholy, that was put into writing. That's okay. the scripture that was then uncovered, and that is the information that these okay, people so had. Okay, so Moses didn't have golems. Moses did not have golems. Okay. This the way to create a golem was taught by the voice of God to these newer people. To these newer people. While Moses knew how to make the matzo in order to achieve a form of immortality. Okay. Craziness. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's the clarify so that's the 1500s the rabbi lives his life he eventually dies Mm -hmm. dies like 1590 ish 
Now it's 1883. Long time has passed. Mm -hmm. Shortly before the synagogue is renovated, a group of fully robed individuals, it's unknown whether they are men or women, fully robed top to bottom, visited and stayed for three days and three nights in the synagogue. It was closed off. These people showed up and stayed. People were like, okay, well, I don't know what the hell is happening, but and they were there for three days, three nights. And then they left the premises. Simple. Okay. Now, the attic of the synagogue has been closed off because of the golem. It's a holy ground that nobody's allowed to walk into. Okay. They don't use the golem at all. Since the golem hasn't the been used. The only people allowed ever up there were the rabbi and his successor. That's mm -hmm. it. Nobody else. So, following these people leaving... And the re during the renovation, no evidence is found of the golem. So they don't know, oh, maybe it was a lie, maybe it was a bullshit story, whatever the case okay. may be. Yeah. But the three men were followed as they arrived and left with six black boxes. Small boxes. You know, maybe, maybe a foot, a square foot each. Um. And six square boxes, each one carried two. Three mm -hmm. men. Three boxes. I mean, six boxes. Three nights. Three days. In the synagogue, they, nobody knows who the hell they are. They came, they left. So, the men are followed because the, it's actually some thieves that record this next part. Because what? they wanted the boxes. Oh, okay. They don't know what the hell the boxes were, but when the guys arrived, they were watching them. That's why, the same reason the thieves never reported the people staying at the synagogue. Okay, because they were planning, like, they hey, planning maybe this is people. the best time to, yeah. Yeah. So then they follow these people that became of interest to these thieves. And they followed them to a place in Ziskov. There's a graveyard. They follow these men to a graveyard in Ziskov, where they are then witnessed burying the six boxes. Mm -hmm. And they bury the boxes in a very specific formation. There are three in a horizontal line. One in the center, two to the sides. Above the one in the center, there is one, and below the two extreme left and right are two more. That's all six boxes. Okay. So if you put a horizontal line down the middle, off the top of the center one, you put one, mm -hmm. and below the other two, you put vertically and that's all six boxes creating a f upside down y of sorts okay yeah that's very it. strange shape okay that's the last thing we find out about this <laughs> what that is weird and it's related to the golem or no no one knows no one knows why why have your suspicions not a clue i tried to find anything about that that's the end of that story mm. Nah. The notes of the thieves that were tracking their steps in order to calculate how to rob these guys were found at the graveyard, but the thieves weren't. There's no information. No one tried to find those boxes? Um, It looks like they tried, but couldn't find the boxes. Mm. Because, again, the thieves didn't write down where. They didn't want anybody to find that. They wanted to be the ones, but the thieves themselves can't be found, so. They disappeared. Mm. Yeah, thieves essentially disappeared. Whoa. So, they murdered the golem, maybe? Question mark? Not murdered. Well, I don't know. It's well, a thing. Well, the golem is disabled as far as we know. Yeah. 
They cut it up in pieces, put it in a box. How would they fit understand. it in these small boxes? <laughs> hmm. The golem was 15 to 20 feet. They're going to fit it in six square foot boxes? Hmm. I don't know. What are these boxes? What could they possibly have put in those boxes? I have no idea. It's unclear whether they put anything in the boxes. They showed up with the boxes and then left with the boxes. Mm-hmm. But you say the golem isn't there anymore. The golem has never been seen after it went into the attic for the last time. Okay, so it might still be there. They went up there and there was nothing up there. Okay. During the renovation. Okay. Which was roughly 200 years later. Yes. So they were there before the renovations. Almost 300 years later. Um, who was there? The six, the yes, three Yes, when the, when the building was closed off for the renovation. Mm-hmm. Before the renovation began, but the property was already up. closed up, they showed up. And they stared there for well, three days. Well, maybe it's not the golem parts, but maybe they did break apart the golem. Like, they hid pieces of it in that place. Never actually removing the golem from there, but hiding the golem. Well, no, the renovation would have found it. Hmm. Because it can't... Yeah, that's weird. Because it can't be in those boxes. Nope. But it, that makes the most obvious, or makes sense, it would be, but those boxes are too small. Well, I'll give you the conclusion as to what I believe, or not conclusion, but my theory, because we got to use what we know. Mm-hmm. If they went up there and they removed the blanket from the golem, then the golem can move again. Mm-hmm. The golem doesn't have a master anymore. That guy's been dead for how long? Not serving anybody. So the golem could have just walked out, phased out where it's going. Oh, yeah. So they just maybe just helped it. Maybe helped it get out. Get out. Yeah. Mmm, that's interesting. That's even better. What? Important follow-up detail. I believe the three people that showed up, the number three, very important, might have been the Maji. Of course, that's what I was thinking, but yeah. I don't get the boxes, even if that's true. I don't get the boxes either. The boxes don't make sense. But I feel like, what if they did destroy the golem, and it's made out of mud, so, like, maybe it could fit in those boxes, I don't no, know. No, it's 15 feet of mud. But maybe murdering it shrunk it or something. Or maybe the time trunk it. Like, maybe it wasn't the same size if it was there for super long. Why would they need any of that? Why would they need what? Like, how how would this play out? This doesn't make any sense. That's, a, that's hard speculation without anything to back it up. It's weird that they bury these boxes. It is. It totally is. That's very strange. But it's most definitely not the golem in the boxes. That couldn't be the case. How? It doesn't make sense. It makes more sense that they went up there, did some kind of a deal... Or something, use some, maybe that contained their technology. Whatever technology they use to stop the, again, they can control magic. Yeah. They can create magic dampening fields. Maybe the boxes contained whatever they had to stop the golem from leaving, giving it only the option to phase out. Or, yeah, maybe it just phased out with the body and all. And then wherever it went to the other side, whatever spell or whatever, collapse it so that the body breaks down and it can't come back or something or something theories but shrinking it Mm. into six tiny square foot boxes no like it shrunk over time though (laughs) why would that make sense 
Because it's made out of mud. No, it would just dry out. It would be a giant stone sculpture at this point. Mm. Yeah. It's clay as well. Know. It's clay. Yeah. It's mud and clay. And that's not going to make it shrink for a very long time. Like, how long was it up there? Like, why would it shrink at all? I don't, I don't understand what you, <laughs> what you think mud is. Uh, it's magical mud, though. <laughs> it's not normal mud. It's normal mud when it's not alive. Mm. It mm. should just be a hard sculpture. Mm-hmm. The boxes, though. The boxes are weird, I know. They are confusing. Yes. But we know that they don't literally use magic. Mm-hmm. They use technology. It's hard to pass <laughs> look past those boxes, especially that they buried it in such a weird way, too. They did. That was very strange. The whole boxes part is such a freaking mess. I don't yeah. understand why this is huge mystery and then the only people who saw it happen vanished. Disappeared. Like, come on. That's very strange. That is very strange. What? If we assume the Maji are being watched for their own safety, then that means the thieves that were plotting on the Maji were being watched. Yes. You know? And then there's just, okay, let's just get rid of them. Yes. But they kept the records there. Like, they could have got rid of them and the work that they were... You're right. Like, or maybe they weren't aware of the records. Um, why bury the boxes like that? Like if they just bury them three by three, and it, like whatever, that's normal. Who cares? But the way they <laughs> buried it also is yes. just really weird. It was almost in the shape of a golem. That's really weird. Yeah, it's like the body, the head, and the torso, the arms and the legs. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. Not telling me that thing maybe shrink through time and then they just that doesn't hmm. make any sense. I don't the know. shrinking part that doesn't check out. You don't know how my that bet works. is that there is technology in the boxes, mm-hmm. and they in those three days created some sort of a field. I do believe that might be the case. This is just thinking how the sea people work on average, mm-hmm. and the Maji being sea people, they go out of their way. They perform this thing to prevent it from leaving. We know it because it's on Mount Athos. They prevent magic. And this is a magical creature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do we have any more stories about, not golems, but mud creatures? No. No? Hmm. Because maybe they helped, maybe they made him smaller before disappearing. Like, maybe it is full of parts of the golem, but the golem now looks more human. Why? And how? I don't know. Shrinking technology is not shrinking, but like it's a sculpture. They just like rip some parts of it to make it look more normal, so you can just live a normal life when it feels like. I understand what you're saying. So because it's still gonna phase here, it's every once in a while. Well, not unless they're stopping that from being the case. Or that, yeah. So your idea would be that they created a smaller sculpture that they could fit into the boxes. Using the already parts of the golem, moved the creature into this smaller sculpture, and then dismantled it and put it in the boxes. Hmm. So we have a 15-foot golem. Yes. We then take pieces off while it's disabled. Yeah. It still has the blanket or whatever. We take out the parts and make a smaller sculpture. Yeah. Then somehow they move the, the shadow realm creature from inside the golem. Inside the big version of the golem, into it's already trapped. Yeah. So just move it somehow using technology or something. They move it mm-hmm. from one to the other. Now it's in the smaller version. 
Then they dismantle the smaller version, put it in these boxes, presumably using the same incantation that the blanket has. Probably. Or the blanket is inside those boxes, too. Mm-hmm. So you move the creature, you chop the blanket up, wrap each individual part, mm-hmm. put each part into each box wrapped inside of the blanket. Yeah. So that each part is completely immobile. The boxes are closed. You go to the middle of nowhere. You bury it in this graveyard. And now you have a golem in the graveyard. Maybe. I don't know. It's all weird. I don't know. It's very weird. It's so weird. Just the way they bury those boxes. Yes. Everything else, as crazy as it is, checks out 100% with everything else we know. Everything else works. Mm -hmm. The magic, the blood... The ichor, how they used adrenochrome, the fact that they took children, the Greek and the Egyptians being involved, everything checks out 100%. The bread, all of it, all of it, all of it. Even, weirdly enough, us seeing the first bringing of something from the Shadow Realm, whatever, checks out with what we're learning little by little. Yeah. Yes, 100%. And then we get to these boxes. (laughs) And I don't fucking know. I don't know. It just spins out of fucking control. Yeah. 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 I have no idea. Mm. And that's the only story? Just some thieves? Ugh. That's the only mention of this. Okay. Then just some just thieves. It disappears after that. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> and so do they. And so do they. Mm-hmm. The golem is gone. Keep in mind there have been other golems. But this is the only golem. The reason this is the first golem and the most important golem is because this is the golem with sentience. So the... Wait, what? The other golems were essentially machines of some sort. Oh my They weren't creatures from the Shadow Realm, presumably. They were something else. Do you know how they made this one different? I don't know. I don't know. This rabbi was a G. This rabbi did something weird. The steps for all the other golems are the same. The same with this one. But this one had sentience. That's so crazy. But this okay. golem took direct direction. It was made with direction from the voice of God. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The other golems weren't. So they were cheap imitations. Yes. So that might be something to do with that. Okay. What? The ritual was performed, but the voice of God had something specific it wanted to come through. Mm-hmm. And the stage was set for that to happen, and it worked. None of the other golems are of significance. None of the other the other golems fall apart over time. They just wither away. The other golems don't have the ability to bring things from the Shadow Realm. They're just golems. They're what we know of golems. Oh, okay. Whoa. They're just golems. Okay. This golem, on the other hand, something unique. Had It was alive, and it could live forever, and it could go back and forth. It had everything. It had everything. It was something unique. Jesus... Jesus, but not... It's Jesus the Golem. The Golem. It was called Joseph. Joseph. Which is actually, weirdly enough, the Jewish translation of Jesus, although we know Jesus' real name was Emmanuel. Hmm. But Hmm. Joseph, and there's probably something happening there in which Jesus is being called Jesus when we know his name is Emmanuel, and the Jewish word for Jesus is Joseph. And this Golem was called Joseph. Because they're both, they're somehow based, one is based on the other. <laughs> Joseph is based on Jesus. Yes, he came after, yes, okay. Long after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1,500 years later. 
forgot he's in the 1500s. So weird. Yep. So <laughs> what? And have golems been seen in any stories recently, though? There are stories of golems everywhere, but all the golems seem to, although the process is more or less the same to making them, mm-hmm. they're just golems. Golems are just golems. Yeah, nothing like Nothing like dude. Joseph. The closest thing to Jesus. Jesus. Whoa. Made by the Jews in the 1500s. Hmm. They had 1500 years to consider what Jesus was and make their own version of it. Well, they weren't doing that. The God, whatever. Yes. Yes, exactly. Which we stopped coming in contact with following the birth of Jesus. I thought Jesus was in relation with him, but I guess not. No, that's with who? With the... This evil God Probably is. Why would he try to base something off of Jesus, though? Maybe Jesus was along for the ride on this one. Hmm... Yeah. Hmm. What has Jesus been doing for the last 1,500 years up to no that point? No idea. <laughs> and let's think about this real quick. Yes. Jesus is born, Mount Kaf disappears, and Jehovah of Dark vanishes all in one. That seems like it's all connected. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It checks out. Mm-hmm. 100%. I guess. So, okay, Jesus is working with this guy and making another version of him, Jesus 2.0. Or trying to figure out how to just bring things from the Shadow Realm over. Jesus mm-hmm. can come over. Why do they want to have more come over? Like, what benefit do they get from it? Well, they already try to set up a bunch of ways to come over. That's Tragedies true. and shit to get people from this side who take adrenochrome and hear these things to commit tragedies intentionally create mass blood loss and horror absolute because they enjoy feeding off of it well they need it to come through the blood doesn't make them come through the fear does the fear mongering is the media the fear mongering is these crazy stories and scary everything is scary oh um the coronavirus also scary threats of war also scary nothing ever happens but the fear is what's necessary to bring these creatures over. But these creatures are, they're in love with our blood. Like, we're, we get addicted to adrenochrome, they get addicted to our blood. Those creatures don't give a shit about our blood. Only things on this side care about our blood. Oh, okay. We don't have stories about creatures who are just murder for blood? That's not a thing? Creatures trying to go to the Shadow Realm. Oh, Okay. It's just things trying to go to yeah, the Shadow Realm. Fear not- brings creatures from the Shadow Realm over. And you don't think they're here and drinking blood? I mean, it's not giving them a benefit, I suppose. Yes, there's like, for example, Wetcha or a Wendingo is what you're thinking about. That they'll like come and ravage somebody. But they're just it's not even about the blood. They're just killing shit. Yeah. But then what's the point of them coming from there to here if it's not for something? I mean, they're probably after the blood, but for no reason. A Wetchajino and Dingo are just creatures addicted to the blood. That's all it is. And they die and cross over, and then they want to get back desperately because blood doesn't exist in the Shadow Realm. Mm-hmm. But why would Jesus want other things to come here? Because the djinn are sentient, thinking, clear-minded creatures. And just like the djinn, Jehovah of Dark is a thinking, sentient creature. There are things that think that want to come through that 
never existed on this side first. They're hmm. not after the blood. They just want to be over here. There's something over here that they want. But again, we have no way of telling what that is. Mm-hmm. How would we? Yeah. Unless it has something to do with the other realm that we don't really know anything about. Which could all come down to the sea people have something closer than everybody else does. And apparently maybe the Jews do too. Hmm. That might allow... I still think the sea people might be miles ahead of the Jews. Yeah. Which might... Again, I think the goal is ultimately getting into Elfame. Okay. Yes. By any means. That makes sense. And if that means cross over and steal the tech from people who are figuring it out, mm-hmm. then so be it. Mm-hmm. Which then might be the original conflict between Jehovah of Light and Jehovah of Dark and all the other gods that do not like Jehovah of Light. It's about stealing that technology. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And moving from the Palace of Alcaraz in the Persian Gulf Oasis to Atlantis in the Atlantic Ocean is entirely about avoiding the elves and the gods of this realm and the gods of that realm. It's just, you're not getting to our shit. Our shit is our shit. This is, man, I feel, I don't know if we're closer to something or not. If we're closer, are we closer? Did we figure it out yet? We got more info. Yeah, more info, for sure. The boxes are confusing. (laughs) Like, everything checks out. The boxes are weird. The boxes are weird. Everything else makes perfect sense, but the boxes are very strange. I don't know what that's about. There's something, there has to be a way to figure out what's up with these boxes. Now I gotta go all the way back and see what history exists between the Egyptians, what they have to say about these boxes, what the Mayans have to say about these boxes, what the Jews have to say about these boxes. They're the only people who know anything about the sea people and the Magyar sea people. I want to know what the Jews thought. What was the evil technology? What were they calling evil technology? Just uh, referencing the technology of the sea people. But, like, they don't have any examples of that anywhere? I I didn't find anything, but I can look harder. Yeah. Try to see if there's some mention of specifically what they're talking about. But I think it was a general statement as to the sea people defy God's way by following the path of technology, essentially. Okay. I think that's the general idea. I don't think there's more depth to it. I think it's like the usual argument of technology versus nature. And I am God, I am nature, and technology violates the usual science is evil because God is better. I think that's the argument. I don't think it's like that specific technology. I think it's just fuck technology because God said so. Well, what are these gone things? They're not technology. It's magic. It's magic. Or it's not even magic. What's stopping it is magic. Then again, what's containing it? I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. It's really complicated. It's complicated. The argument would be, yes, it's technology. It's technology using a combination of magic and power and science. Which is all three realms. Which I feel like... Earth realm of science, Elfame, the fairy realm of magic, and the shadow realm of power. It's using all three somehow. The Egyptians had to have been doing something similar. Had th- no way. There has it to wouldn't be make sense that the Egyptians are doing something and then the Jews are like, nah, that's horrible, let's do it ourselves. <laughs> mm. That doesn't make any sense. For that, they should have just infiltrated the existing system and stolen that. Okay. But they Mm. leave and come up with a different way. Yeah. Mm. 
But if there is any stories, you should still check to see if there's Yeah, any. yeah, I'll look into it and see okay. if I can find anything. Because maybe there's not, but it'd be very interesting if there's at least one. Yeah, I gotta look through all of these things just to answer any questions we haven't been able to answer. So it mm. is what it is. If it's there, I'll stumble upon it. Yes. Wow. But that's what we got. That is so disturbing. Golems. Golems from a statue in Switzerland. Yep. Well. Presumably that statue itself is a golem. A golem. Just a, just a Fasana. A no, Jewish really. golem eating children. <sighs> so horrible. Why? Why did someone want to share this story? Mm-hmm. And it's unknown what who funded this mean? either. Like, this was just put in plain sight. Exactly. Nobody knows who paid for this. And it's nowhere near this church or anything, right? No, like, this that'd is be in so crazy. Yeah, that's true. Is there anything near the statue that? Nope, I looked. Any churches? No. No. Nothing important. Nothing relative. Okay. It's just so random, too. Yep. The location. I think that was intentional. I think it's about putting it somewhere that it's hard to connect to the bigger picture, so that mm. it stands the test of time. Okay. Well. Anyways, that's what we got. Disturbing. So, if you guys want to hear about all other things relative to this crazy-ass story that keeps unfolding yeah, for all of you infinity, uh, you guys back. can message us about it. Anything you find when you do that, you can hit us up on our socials. Uh, Twitter, now X. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at JustConvoPod. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And word of mouth is important. Tell people that we are uncovering truth, the dark truths of everything, that Jewish people have sacrificial uh, things to make matzos and then eat that and then pour their blood over clay statues to then make golems. Whoa. This has been the Rambling Podcast. Take nothing further though. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.